Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another edition of the Blacksmith Furnace. Done now. Your boy, Peter Finn. Man said your boy. Gave the full government name as well. Mud. Um, I'm just going to say Mo. <laughs> I'm just saying Mo. Um, uh, I can't even joke about Robert's absence yeah, today because yeah, it's kind of peak. Yeah. Uh, so, shout out to Robert who couldn't be here uh, today because uh, of some last minute stuff going on mm-hmm. family wise I'll just leave it at that but yeah our hearts and our prayers are with him definitely yeah but speaking of Robert I thought it would be I initially wanted to speak about or just talk about pursuits mm-hmm. and um, why we pursue the things we pursue uh, I've been training a lot more you, you've been training and you said even you've seen pictures um, and just why do we train why do we pursue mm. the things we do but we won't talk about that. We won't talk about that because <laughs> I just found it interesting, like, just <laughs> before the podcast, what, what we're talking about. What sort of setup that? <laughs> before the podcast, what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of wanted to talk about friendships and discipleship and our relationships with those in and out of Christian circles. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, okay, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. So I think I'll start with... Do we have friends or should we have friends that aren't of the faith? And I I start with that because there's a whole lot of other things that come into play Mm -hmm. when when, when we're not of the faith um, or with people that are not of the faith. Um, And those things have effects on our relationships, on our friendships. Yeah. So not even going down the relationship side just yet, yeah. the romantic yeah. side just yet, but should we have friends that are outside the faith? I think my short answer would be yes. Mm. Um, I think it would be, it's very arrogant to dismiss those not in the faith um, from friendship circles. Mm. I know that there's a wisdom in when you first come to the faith to surround yourself by with those in the faith mm. to be able to encourage you and stuff like that um, to help you grow to mm. keep you accountable in your growth and stuff mm. there's some wisdom in that um, but I and so I, personally I don't know if you first step into the faith what the, if I would advise you to cut off all of your friends or if I would advise you to make more Christian friends Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So as in, so mm. not is it in terms of cutting off your friends? Mm-hmm. Obviously, cut off your friends and make Christian friends, mm. or like just pursue more Christian friendships. Yeah, whilst keeping whilst your, keeping your friends, your maintaining your friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, the change and the transformation that's happening in you mm. will be evident within those circles. Now, mm. I do understand that there will be temptations and there will be um, tendencies that you've picked up and you've cultivated with the within those older friendships mm. that might be harder to let go of if you're still in them. Mm-hmm. So like drugs and alcohol and stuff, it might be harder for you to let go of them whilst you're still in those friendships. Yeah. But the more you're around godly biblical people who are able to to speak into you and speak over you and you're growing in your relationship with God, there will be there should be conviction. There should be a sense of accountability. There should be a sense of holding you to what are you studying? What are you reading? How is God to, uh, challenging you and stuff like that? This this is the ideal situation. Mm. This is an ideal situation. Um, considering that 
hoping that the people that you're surrounding yourself with are godly and are seeking to grow themselves mm. um, they could be going to church but be as worldly as mm -hmm. your world mm -hmm. uh, as your yeah. friends yeah um so in an idle situation the people that you surround yourself with will be trying to grow and will be challenging you to grow mm. um and your friendship circles outside will be seeing a change, a change. in who you are um but you wouldn't say necessarily you know once you get saved immediately cast away all the heathen <laughs> kind of thing uh, what's it come like 300 just kick them down the pit yeah. um, no what, I, what I'll say is there's wisdom in stepping away from relationships where you know that it, it leads you more easily and readily into temptation okay so yeah. again if if there's a group of friends where you know that every time you, you meet up with them it's a turn up but, type situation I mean in, in, in this hypothetical situation you're talking about someone that's newly come to the faith mm -hmm. how would they know if that makes sense how would they know what relationships to yeah, keep it, yeah uh, and it will take outside. some time mm. it will take some time mm. it will take um a period of falling and getting back up mm. for you to realize that okay whenever i'm around these people i tend to do these things mm. so it might be wise to think around boundaries the mm. boundaries might be i'm not going to be around them around these times or around mm. these places mm. or i might chill with them at my house mm. rather than going out Okay, yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah. um i do like i do like the point that you said like even even going away because we kind of diverted into this but then you were like probably the more beneficial advice would be as opposed to even considering losing your friends staying in touch with them or whatever is to pursue more christian friends hmm. and to look for that more hmm. whilst maintaining or, yeah. or not yeah. maintaining your old friends i think this leans in very much to a conversation that i had with the youth at my church around um gospel and secular music okay um they were like oh so christians only listen to gospel <clears throat> and i said in all honesty if you look at my spotify playlist the amount of explicit tags <laughs> that are on the songs that i listen to yeah you see you guys didn't hear this but mo's wife came and just heard that bill gave like a disapproving mm. <laughs> just <laughs> and, just walked up. and it's like you see at the end of the year spotify tells you the songs that you've played yeah mate explicit 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 worship explicit explicit worship worship explicit oh. and it's like it is literally like um two-thirds explicit mm. and a third <laughs> well two thirds non-christian and a third christian, christian. Mm. um so i said this to him and i was like if you go through my playlist that's what it is mm. um but my challenge to them is and my challenge to myself is what speaks more prominently over your life mm -hmm. um mm. if it's non-christian things that speaks more prominently and shapes your life more immediately mm. then there's an issue Mm. But if it's more so God that speaks over your life and speak and um, shapes you, then um, then you're in a healthy position. Mm. And the reason that I I am able to say that is because God has spoken to me through some songs that aren't deemed Christians. And that's not an, that's not a cop out or that's not an excuse for people to just be like, yo, I'm just gonna listen to whatever and keep it moving. I'm just going to listen to whatever and keep it moving. Hi, everyone. Um, <laughs> she, she has entered. I'm about to get put put, put in check. Um, what are you talking about? I'm really interested to hear. 
So yeah, um, yeah, my my that's just that's just my argument. The way my sentence was just cut short. You know, Your facial expression has changed. <laughs> you such confidence before. Nah, nah. Um, um, so yeah, yeah. So I, I I would say it leans into it leans into that, and I feel that, and this this is being as real as I can be. Um, some of my Christian friendships are so fake oh, and man. so surface level. Mm. It's like um, I I am often challenged more by my non-Christian friends than I am by my Christian friends. That's deep. That's and deep. I am challenged, and I'm challenged in a sense of, yo, what do I really think about this? Mm. What do I really? How? What is my approach to this? Mm. And Christians my Christian friends sometimes come with more, um, with issues and topics that don't really touch real world issues. Okay, yeah. And yeah. so like a non-Christian friend might come and say like, like this has happened. And mm. it's, I'm like, yo, like I just can't quote Psalm 23 to you. Mm. I just can't gloss over with something. How, how do I deal with real life in the in these mm. situations? Like, mm. I'm really grateful for like relationships with yourself, with Robert, um, some other people around me. But it's like on the wider on a wider level, mm. it's like, how do we really deal with homosexuality apart from just sweeping it under the rug? Mm. When someone can actually say to you, "Yo, like." I'm struggling with masturbation. Like mm. I'm struggling with watching porn. Most Christians guys won't tell you that. Yeah. They'll yeah. kind of keep it surface level. Oh mm. yeah, like pray for me lust is, is a bit mad right now. But nah, like a guy will tell you, yo, like I tossed off this morning, I'm struggling. And for them, they're like, I don't see an issue with it. Mm. And they'll be, they'll be talking about it casually and stuff. Mm. And then you're like, yo, like, firstly, what do I feel about this? Mm. Secondly, how do I interact with him around this nature? Mm. And then it's challenging me and being able to know what I, what I believe in, mm. but also how I then communicate it to others yeah. and how I live in the world with I, that. I think that's definitely one thing I appreciate about like, having Robert around. Because mm. Robert always comes, he always comes from that, like... <laughs> That Robert always comes sideways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he always yeah. comes he sideways. He always comes sideways. <laughs> you know, but it's it's a real, it's a genuine mm-hmm. kind of sideways. And I think I, I like I like that because as you said, you know, you think about some of our friendships in church and it's all it's all safe and it's all clean, whereas like life isn't. Life you isn't. Know? Life really isn't. I I I wanna go back to something and, and since uh James is joining us, maybe she can weigh in as well. How much should or I mean, the the fairness our our podcast is based on the fact that we as friends influence one another. Mm-hmm. You know, within the fairness, we we are we we are iron that sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. You know. How much should your friends, just friends in general, Christian or not, how much should they influence you, or, or how much influence is healthy coming from your friends, mm-hmm. not necessarily family, not necessarily teachers, mentors, but your friends, your everyday. The guys that you vibe with, the guys that you are with, mm. how much influence is healthy from them? What's what's you guys' opinion? Okay, I think um, friendships are t- friendships tend to be built around commonality, mm. and so on a general basis, there will be something that we have as a mutual ground, <coughs> and I find that influence tends to originate from that mutual ground and then spreads out. Mm. So. Um, randomly we we both use sony cameras mm. 
and it isn't something that you kind of beat it down my throat or something like that but it's like we genuinely did our own personal research and ended up buying sony cameras mm. but we've influenced ourselves in the sense of lenses and shooting styles and yeah. stuff like that and mm. so there's a commonality that um has influenced each other mm. there's also a sense of in which faith-wise we've influenced ourselves as well when we first started out like 90% of our conversations was around theology. <laughs> I'm part of theology. <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah. And that was, that was very influential on both of our parts because mm. it shaped the way that we both view things and we've both moved from where we were <laughs> to a degree. Um, some more so than others, um, obviously. <laughs> my theology was right. Peter came onto my side. As I'm just saying, isn't it? It's not a competition. I'm bare, I'm bare, I'm bare humble, bare humble, bare humble. Um, I'm taking Robert's pit apart right now. But um, so I feel like uh, influence would be around the commonality. But um, for Christians, I, I believe that the primary influence in our lives should be the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so everything should be filtered through the Holy Spirit. Everything should be filtered through prayer. The way that our character is being developed, stuff should be filtered through the Holy Spirit and through prayer. That's, mm. again, ideal situations. Mm. So... Um, I'm not necessarily going to pray about oh God. Um, I want well you 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 should you can. I want to get a Sony camera. What do you think? Mm. You can involve God in these conversations yeah. in these discussions. Really but so. again, friends will kind of influence and um, shed inf uh, insight and stuff that you might not necessarily have. Mm. Um, but I definitely feel like so. Again, I might say um, <coughs> if I have to put fractions and stuff, potentially two thirds Holy Spirit, a third. Um, friends and family yeah. around you um, I, I believe that as Christians we should feel everything through prayer we should feel yeah. everything through our relationship with God mm. um, yeah I think Jamelia wants to say something <laughs> you giving me permission yes <laughs> you may speak Same. so much shade in it um, so I think that when it comes to influence the, the where it becomes unhealthy is if you don't have a understanding of who you are and mm. your identity because then your friends will uh, influence you in any way like they can just toss you and turn you because you have no foundation for mm. yourself and so I think that for people with um, a lack of self-esteem or mm. self-value their friends will become very important because your friends give you like that kind of acceptance. Mm. So you might be doing things to fit in with them or to get affirmation from them or to impress them. And in that way, I think um, it's unhealthy. Mm. I think when you have a good um, foundation of yourself and you, you know yourself and you understand yourself and you have, you're not afraid to disagree with your friends or have a different opinion, um, then you influence each other just by being in each other's company. Mm. I think when you are around people, you see how they interact, like in conversation, how they move through life, those things mm. can influence how you um, talk or how you dress or your actions. So because we are called to be a fellowship of saints and we're not supposed to be out here as islands, I think in a way we are supposed to influence each other mm. positively. Mm. Mm. Um, but what happens is because of these fake relationships that we have with people in church, that influence isn't, it's not based on truth. So people will see somebody and be like, oh my God, they're so holy and they're so perfect and everything, da 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 da. 
and that person might know how to preach a message but actually hasn't read his bible in six Mm. months right Mm. and then there's somebody else that's struggling with giving up weed but is actually doing a bible study every night to talk to jesus so Mm. i think our perceptions of Mm. people can be very skewed Mm. and so we how we allow them to influence us uh, is based on that yeah Mm. i think um i really want to uh, i really love that point i re- really want to jump on and mention that which point because the weed <laughs> Why? what can i say in it we're reaching the most high <laughs> um my comment around influence almost took assumed maturity Okay, yeah, all right. It assumed yeah. maturity. Okay. It assumed yeah. mm. you were at a point where you could hear God's voice mm. and stuff like mm. that. Mm. And Fair so yeah. you can filter, God, what, what are you saying? Mm. PS4, Xbox mm. One. Mm. All right, cool, let's go Xbox One or whatever. God will not say Xbox One. I'm just saying, yeah. He will say PS4, you know, like that. God will not say iPhone 10. He will say Samsung S9, you know, like that. <laughs> um, God doesn't care, okay? He um, doesn't care. But... Well, I'm, that is so blessed. <laughs> but um, what I'm saying is, um, when you first come to church, inevitably, as uh, James was saying, the people who seem to be striving in the faith will influence you in a sense of trying to imitate them. Mm. Um, those who those who seem to be able to pray the loudest, those who seem to be able to clap their hands for the longest time, stamp their foot, shake the most violent, um, speak, you know, like that, like Harlem shaking during prayer time and them things there because they're catching the Holy Spirit. Like, though you'd be like, raw, those guys have got something. Mm. I want to, and then you try to imitate those. And I know that definitely in my walk, there was very much a sense of even understanding how gifts operated was influenced by what I saw happening within the church. And so, in striving to get to know God, I was looking at those who I perceived as knowing God and try to imitate them. Mm. Um, And so whether close friendships or just peripheral, they had an influence on the way that I perceived faith to be like. Mm. Um, And as both Jamila and myself were saying, I I believe that there's a real challenge to to pursue genuine friendships and authentic relationships within the church and not just be, how are you? I'm blessed and highly favored. Mm. Like, to be genuine in the relationship. Speaking to that point, you know, you mentioned uh, a lot of Christian friendships tend to be fake, tend to be superficial, mm-hmm. at, at least. How do we change that? Or what What do you think is a solution to that, to going to church and, and it's all smiles, it's all, oh, hi, God bless, mm. oh, yeah, 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 mercy, whatever. Um, how, how, what do we do to change it? I think you have to... Can it be changed? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. I think you have to foster an environment where the truth is told and where people understand that everybody has a life outside this two-hour service Mm. and that that life involves hardship and struggle and challenge um, and we're going through things in our relationships and in work. Um, I think in order to change it, first it has to be addressed as an issue Mm. Um, but then also we have to spend time in each other's company outside of service because service is such a very formal structured structured thing thing. you don't get to know people outside Mm. of what they do and if they're not 
they're not prominent in the church, they don't have a position to play, mm. then you might never understand their entire story. Mm. So I mm. know that there's like cell groups and smaller groups that happen in churches. Mm. and But I think it has to start from leadership. Like leadership, if your pastor is honest mm. and honest to a point where he admits his faults and he admits where he's gone wrong and he apologizes and takes responsibility for his actions then that will filter through to the rest of people mm. i think when the people hogging the pulpit um are presenting a holiness it's so, 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 so significant <laughs> about words you know it's not just the people standing behind the pulpit it's not just the people preaching the people hogging <laughs> people the pulpit hogging it's, just, it's a different picture it's so visual <laughs> it's a different picture it's like get away <laughs> when they're presenting um this falsehood of of spirituality that you know is easy to come by and mm. we're just holy every day and everything is of god mm. blah 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 mm. then the people underneath them believe that that's the only way to be and mm. so they will just continue that cycle mm. i think now young people in church don't have time for that and they realize that it's fake like and they when you ask them about church or about um what's wrong with their church or whatever they can identify Mm. like people ain't real like, mm. and mm. they also feel like people don't care about them mm -hmm. because you talk to me on Sunday for like two minutes shake my hand and whatever tell me my dress is too short or too long or whatever mm. but you don't know anything about me mm. and I think there needs to be more breaking of bread and eating together and that when you like even things like um, where did they go? Focus Okay, so when you go away on retreats, you become a family because you have to live together. Mm. And those things allow you to get to know people in a totally different way because you see them first thing in the morning, mm. you see them in the day, you see them when they haven't eaten. You know, they haven't had time to put on their Sunday outfit and look correct. You see them just in general life. And I think those things build um, a foundation that is, is not based on this Pharisee mentality. Mm. So you're speaking more from, a, I mean, you've identified it's leadership and if they kind of fix up, it filters <laughs> down. But I'm also asking me as common floor member, mm -hmm. what do I do? Start a revolution. A whole deacon Peter. <laughs> I'm not a deacon anymore. <laughs> not, not in my church anyway. And I don't know if I've been suspended yet, but I've officially left the other church. So I've officially left. Pentecost. Suspended? Well, suspended or... Um, demoted or Demoted. I don't know what I, I don't know, know what the word would be. Okay. Given I'm no longer there, mm. normally for safety of the sheep, <laughs> the authority break all ties. Wow. <laughs> well, they tell you to stay away and any any um frolicking is at your own risk, kind of thing. Risking wow. it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So as a normal layperson, yes. Um, I think understanding the influence you have on others and knowing how you present either maintains this standard or challenges it then as individuals if we are intentional about challenging it then things will begin to change even if you have one meaningful conversation with somebody where you take them out for coffee after church and you actually have a conversation mm. with them um learn something about them care listen um 
and then they leave <clears throat> feeling seen and acknowledged mm. and part of a family then they could then do that with somebody else and then things begin mm. to shift like one of the things that i like about city hill is that the relationships are more tangible mm. because it's city hills uh you, you guys is well your former church and yeah you guys still go there and yeah, yeah. Gray. Andy gray and gray is yeah. a head pastor um yeah. Because it's a very relaxed atmosphere and there's a lot of chilling mm. before and after service, mm. you can actually talk to people mm. and find out what they're, what they're doing with their life. Mm. And um, they have socials and they have um, opportunity. I'm not saying it's the, the best um, prototype for it, but there's definitely a difference I feel when I walk into that space mm. that people know me they know what i'm doing they know what's important to me they would help me um and they check up not just on how are you doing mm. but like specific things how's it going writers and scribes like have you got anything coming up that i can support mm. it's mm. it's when you know someone you can be specific in your oh, questioning yeah, yeah, yeah. otherwise it's just like you're right yeah mm. you're good yeah mm. cool, cool, cool. good yeah cool yeah yes, have a special. great week see you next like it's just it's just yeah repetitive yeah. a film definitely echo what Jamila was saying in a position of leadership i recognize that there there's an importance to model what we're talking about there's a position there's an importance to demonstrate mm. not just say do this but mm. um don't know why you're looking at me like that <laughs> looking at me like so um there's an importance <laughs> yes yes <laughs> There's an importance to demonstrate what we're saying. So you've passed the barcode. Um, How are you dropping my government? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just mo, yeah? Mo. Yeah? Mo. I drop your whole name, your ba passport babes. name. Babes. Just mo. Yeah? And then previously known as. <laughs> um. So you think it's important to demonstrate it. Would you like to tell the listeners how you're doing that? Oh, boy, I'm done. You know, when someone knows you, they ought to be specific about you know, it. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> um, it's a specific question. So, I think from, and this this, this is where it gets into uh, nuances and stuff like that, where it gets a lot more difficult. Mm. Because, um, wife is looking at me like, watch him squirm. This politician squirm. response coming out right <laughs> no, now. No, no, no. So, um, it might be a politician political thing but so firstly time constraints in terms of trying to set things up and do things and um secondly there's there's almost like protocols and structures and stuff that needs to be put into place mm. um what the church want you to put into place in mm. order to facilitate different things and so the time that you do have in the church is spent some of it anyways is spent trying to implement these protocols and implement these things mm. and so unfortunately what can happen is when you get into the space to actually spend time with these people your mind is almost trying to ensure that these protocols are still being followed mm. things are still being done as they're supposed to be done mm. um like the hospitality team are doing what they're supposed to do um the food that we ordered is coming on time blah 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 registers being taken this and that and so you're not really there in the moment with the person mm. but rather you're thinking around everything that you're supposed to do my wife is just looking at me like <laughs> a politician um, <coughs> no but i think it's real what you're saying though it's and so real, for yeah. me anyways i the way that my 
I work, I've realized that that has been detrimental for me pursuing genuine relationships with people. Mm. And that's what I was going to say. I, I feel like we need to pursue genuine relationships where it isn't just, um, oh, like, whatever, let's just... But it's genuinely, like, how are you doing? How's the family? Anything that I can help with? Not even just help, like, we can just chill mm. um, and just, just get to know each other. Mm. Um, in relationships that I have put in effort and I have valued have grown. Mm. and it hasn't been due to protocol or structure or anything like that it's just been I value you as a person mm. and I've put time into this relationship and it's been um, um, reciprocated or mm. reciprocal mm -hmm. yeah. mm. Mm. Um, so we've both poured in effort into this relationship mm. like we are myself and Peter I, I've known you like before I got married yeah, yeah. way before way, yeah, yeah before I got married yeah. and it's like we genuinely put in effort mm. in a sense of like when we used to go to the gym in the mm. morning five times a week. Mm. Um, do you hear this nonsense, guys? Don't know. <laughs> don't know. Now as married men, how many times a week do you go to the gym? Hey, <laughs> my God is good. Because oh, our wives are just... Don't try it. Did I? Was I not the one... <laughs> That hey, set up hey, her gym yo, membership. Yo, the difference, no, the no, difference no, in no, James's, no, uh, just the, the marks, <laughs> her frequency <laughs> response on, on, on the thing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I see those try to say something. It's like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, because <laughs> no, he tried it. So, he tried it. I was the one that renewed his gym membership for him. So I don't know where so he's going, yeah, trying to act all, like. All those memes about when you're single and when you're in a relationship, mm. the difference in how you look mm. is real, you know. But, um, what, because you're getting fed now? <laughs> you're welcome. So, um, yeah, I can't even talk because my wife, my wife pushes me, like, lets me go train correct. I haven't been to the gym as much. I'm not lifting any weights, but I'm training a lot more. Dope. See? Dope. Yeah. So, yes, <laughs> as I was saying before. Shout I was, out, shout out, Anita. Before I was interrupted. Shout um, out, Anita. Don't know. <laughs> I was about to say something, was it? <laughs> So, the question is, do you know your young people? I do know my young people. I don't know them as well as I, w I would like to know them. Mm. Um, do they I, know you? They don't know me. They don't know me. Um, and that's primarily because every time like, they're there, it's, all, it's always about them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's always about trying to engage them, trying to make, do things for them and stuff like that. So, like, they don't really know me. They might know one, two stories about me, but they don't know me. Let's, let's come back to that because I think that's maybe an area where I actually struggle. But we're at the halfway point and I want to do hookups and then move on to cool. something a lot more personal, a lot more here. So, hookups. Um, what are you looking for? Who wants to go first with a hookup? You can go first. <laughs> All right. So, my hookup, again, is going to be someone that I've hooked up before, but Guy is just doing the most. Like, since I, since I mentioned him, he's released four songs, and, you know, he's, he's doing stuff at BET, he's doing stuff at um, getting invited to places. He got uh, he got shouted out by Erica Badu nice. and Dave Chappelle, uh, so I just wanted to shout him out again. Um, Toby Nigue, mm -hmm. uh, he's a he's a rapper from Houston, um, but God, like he's Christian, so he he's got like a, a vlog with his wife, and their story is just incredible. But his his bars, his raps, it's not even like it's not even like. I'm not trying to be Christian or I'm trying to be Christian. Mm. It's just he spits 
his truth. Mm. And so it just filters through. Mm. You, if everything about him filters through. And I just think it's so dope. I've been listening to it nonstop. Um, so I, <laughs> I sent him a message on, <laughs> I sent him a DM <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Like a loser, but <laughs> like fine boy. Wow. Yeah, literally, literally. Like, yeah. did he reply? He did actually. What's that? He did. He actually did. See? Yeah, he actually did. And he liked one of my comments on his on, on one of his posts. It's nice. Oh, I. You got um, excited about it. Well, that's the thing. I got excited, and then I got disgusted with myself <laughs> for getting excited, and it was a whole slew of just emotions. Own it. Just own it. Just own it. You're so a I, whole fan. Are you a fanboy now? Like, <laughs> yes, looking you at are. the mirror, it's disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, How many hookups are we doing today? Sorry? Are we doing hookups at the end? No, no just the one. Just, okay. Just now. Just now. Okay, yeah. cool. So, Toby Nigwe, our, our link and stuff. Check him out. He's dope. He's, he's yeah, he's a really good, uh, cool. good, good artist. Yeah. Do you? I'm ready. Okay, you can go. Um, of course, I have two hookups. The first one is uh, the Big Nasty Show on yep. Channel 4. Yep. This is really good. Which is, is, is hilarious. hilarious. I, I don't have time to watch TV when I should, so everything's recorded. Mm. So I just set up the sky to record it. But yeah, support black comedy on British telly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my second one is the Black Ticket Project, which is a theatre project. So they crowdfunded, I think almost £3,000 to encourage young black people under 30 to go to see Black Fear. Um, so if you are under 30 and you are black, then um, you can find them on Twitter, The Black Ticket Project, um, and they put up opportunities to go see um, theatre productions around when they're up. And it, I think it's really important that we take advantage of it because theatre is awesome and I think a lot of people miss out mm -hmm. on those opportunities. So shout out Toby and everybody that put in work to get the money for that. And yeah, go check them out. That's dope. Sweet. That's dope. Can you send me the links to, well, I can find Big Nasty, but send me the links to... <laughs> yeah, the Black uh, Ticket Project. Yeah, yeah. Black Ticket Project. Um, I think for me, I would say a record label, but specifically two artists within a record label. So um, Humble Beast. Oh, okay. My guys, my mm, guys. Mm, mm. I just threw out gang signs as I said that. He's um, been throwing up gang signs really frequently. Yeah, I, I, and I'm, I'm going to pray about this because I'm, I'm a bit them. worried that there's a spirit of gang, gang, gang just all them. up over it. I blame them. Um, do you know what? One thing that was actually dope though, yes, but I'll come back into my hookup. My youth actually said that when they went on this focus thing, yeah, someone tried to sell them weed. And they ended up praying for the person and the person gave their life to Christ. For real. For real. Nice. So from trying to get trying to sell someone weed to giving your life to Christ. That's, it's mad. That's big. That's big. So yeah. Um, mm. um so yes, my so is humble beast. But the two specific people that I'm talking about is Propaganda and Show Baraka. Okay. Um I, I thought I thought you were going Jackie or Perry. I thought you were going Jackie. Yeah. You've been banging out that album. I've been bang I've been banging out, but the reason I'm going um propaganda and show baraka is almost just their like political view mm. and faith and stuff. So mm. I know that Jackie Hill Perry kinda has some of that as well. Yeah. Check out Jackie too. Um but yeah I think even Peter shouted her out yeah. and her yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. Gay girl, good girl. Yeah. The story of who she was and who God has always been. So um, I've been banging, I've been banging propaganda's um, excellent 
classic. Mm. Classic. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So this is what happens when the Lord tells him that his playlist is too explicit and he needs to come back over to the other side. Do you know what? So I'm mad, yeah. On f- um, Friday, I was having a conversation with one, per- one guy from church. Um, genuine relationships, pursuing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clap for yourself. And I was like, you know, I've really moved away from just worshipping. Mm. Um, moved away from just worshipping and just reading and enjoying and praying and stuff. Right now is almost... Um, um, progress related mm. so it's almost like I need to get this done let me pray about it I need to get that done mm. rather than just spending time in God's presence and worshipping um, and I was like yeah I need, to, I need to get back into worship and then yesterday mm-hmm. my daughter just goes my daughter I was putting my daughter to bed she looked at me and she goes Jesus is on your back I was like oh that's nice so I stood up and she said oh Jesus is in you I was like yeah I want to be in Jesus as well and then she goes Jesus said you should worship more. Hey. I was like, oh, mad. <laughs> when your three-year-old is sending <sighs> shots for your life. Oh, <laughs> Hold tight, Leia. She's sleeping right now. I was like, mate, that prophetic gift is definitely mm. percolating. So yeah, that's definitely something I need to do. So yeah, um, show Baraka and um, Propaganda. Propaganda. Mm. Just love their stuff. Propaganda is mm. a phenomenal poet. And um, yeah. He's, yeah. he's one of those guys you have to listen to a couple of times Mate. to make sure that you're really getting everything you're saying. But yeah, Propaganda is one of those guys that he makes me thankful for Christian rap mm. because he fills it out mm. with good theology, good mm-hmm. doctrine. And it's just, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hookup's done. Round two, round two. On to round two. So this one. I want to hear more of your voice on this one, Peter. Well, uh, well, actually, you probably won't because <laughs> this this is something I think maybe I struggle with, um, and and it's it's a question. So you're talking about, um, you know, almost opening yourself up more to the youth and and getting mm. to know them more, and how that's difficult when it's such a structured mm. or, or protocol laden interaction in mm. you're with them. My question is, as Christians, especially in the church setting, uh, let me just ask it. Does a Christian have to be friendly? And I ask that because I'm not friendly. I'm just naturally not friendly. I don't like talking to people. I don't like people. (laughs) So so going to, and now I'm part of like, I definitely see it as an evangelist church. Mm. The head guy works very powerfully in the gift of evangelism. Mm. I don't want to say only the gift of evangelism, mm. but mostly the gift of evangelism. Primarily. So they're all about getting people in. Chatting and to people. They're all about that. Yeah. I'm all about the opposite. I don't like doing that. Mm. I would rather be in the background and write something or interact on a on a academic level or whatever. Like, let's do the apologetics discussion. Mm. I prefer that. Does a Christian have to be friendly? Is that prerequisite to going to heaven? To go into heaven, well, I think. In you guys' opinion, I think. Um, put bluntly, I'll say yes. Not a prerequisite to go into heaven, but I'll say Christian being friendly, yes. Mm. And re- I'll, I'll, I will um, categorize it by saying, mm. um, being friendly isn't necessarily what we always think it is. Okay, it isn't necessarily okay. always mm. going out and being an evangelist. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm not really that guy. Mm. Um, you flourish on one-to-one conversations and you flourish more so when you're engaged in what you're doing as well mm. so in as much as you aren't friendly 
you are very friendly when you're punching the guy in his face. <laughs> um, <coughs> karate, karate training, training, <laughs> training. Can I clarify that? It's a beautiful time. You know, like that. It's, it's, it's a real, it's a real connection. Mad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and that's the reason I'm like, when you're in something that engages you as an individual, mm. you are. E- it's easier for you to interact with other people. Mm. So it's easy for you to um, hold a pad for someone and be like, oh, no, you might want to move your hip a bit more, blah, 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 this and that. Mm. And then you might just get into general chit chat. Mm. And so it was almost like karate or that technique that you were helping them with has just been an open door into what you're doing. Mm. Someone might like basketball. Mm. He might not necessarily like having a um, bunch of people, but he might go to the basketball court and then see someone else playing basketball. Oh, can we do a one-on-one or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then start having a conversation like that. Mm. Friendship and then like, Demelia and myself started off um, conversations over poetry. Mm. So again, uh, mutuality, and then we started a conversation. So if the notion of just opening your doors to everyone to come through and stuff like that, I don't think everyone is like that. Mm. Um, but I do, I do feel like we all pursue genuine human interaction and relationships in different ways and using different things as, as avenues to get into that. Um, and I will wholeheartedly encourage everyone to be as authentic in their pursuit of relationships as possible, mm. to not try to be something they're not mm. in order to gain friends. Yeah. But if you like books, remain with your books. Mm. If you like um, <coughs> mud, if you like sleeping around, don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't do that. How yeah? did that yeah? escalate so badly? Don't do that. Let me check the timestamp because <laughs> I need to edit that out. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Obviously, like healthy, wholesome, godly things. Yeah. Um, if you like colouring, if you like cycling, whatever, um, these might be avenues in which you can you can then get into friendships and stuff. And then again, friendships will be based around a mutuality, mm. and that might be in a mutual mutual ground. Mm. Um, not everyone has got the same gift. Mm. Some people got the gift of hospitality. Mm. Some people don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so hospitality isn't the, the key to heaven. Mm. Um, it's a relationship with Jesus mm. and the same spirit that moved Jesus to die for his neighbors now dwells in us and mm. will move us to live for our neighbors. Mm. And so that's why I'm like, yes, it's a prerequisite again to heaven because mm. the spirit dwells in you. And mm. that spirit is always outward in the sense of it's developing your relationship with God. But there's also the sense of loving your brother mm. as well. Mm. So there will be an element of loving your brother. Um, however, that fleshes out. They're looking at me, guys. Um, <laughs> Better self-conscious. <laughs> so, I I wouldn't say that you're unfriendly, mm. Peter, to be honest. Otherwise, I wouldn't have you in my house so often. Um, I think that with you and my, you're more introverted people. Mm. But doesn't mean you're not friendly. I think sometimes extroverts appear more friendly just because they take up space. <laughs> no shade, no shade. Every extrovert that listens to the podcast. No shade. Um, I, I, so, example, like we were on the train today going to church, and there were like two sisters that got on the train, and there was another girl further down sitting with her mum. And when she saw one of the girls like standing by herself, she immediately came over, started talking to mm. her, and like just they started playing instantaneously mm. now the older sister was sitting down watching them obviously wanted to get involved but was waiting for invitation mm. 
And like it took her a while and she even asked, like, can I play with you? And they were like, Yeah, of course, like I don't understand why you're saying that. Um and that there's different types of people, right? And I think she is not the girl the sister that was sitting by herself, right? She's not unfriendly, but she needs an open door mm. to come in. Mm. Mm. And people are different and so the people that are drawn to extroverts may not be drawn to you. But then some people hate extroverts because mm-hmm. they overwhelm them and it's too much. And it's like, actually, you're just, you're all up in my space. You're all up in my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're doing a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Seco, isn't it? So God made us different for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that the people that are your friends would say that you're a good friend, which means you're friendly. Car. You were just bigging him up two minutes ago, so I don't know why you're over here. Trying it. Assassinate the character real quick. Mad. Um so yeah, I think being friendly is important, but it, it's not you don't have to go and make friends with strangers mm. to be friendly. Mm. You don't have to be that guy. Like mm. I, I, I'm not that girl. I, mm. I think as well. Um you don't tend to like superficial relationships. No. Um, and Mo can't do small I, talk. I, I really can't do superficial relationships. It, it gets <laughs> on my nerves. Um, and so there there has to be a pursuit of like genuineness. There has to be something in which we both bring ourselves to the relationship. And there's, there's a mutual respect. There's a genuineness and authenticity to the relationship um, where we can cuss each other out. <laughs> But know that it's bands and mm. still come with something serious mm. at the same time, where it isn't just oh, your breath sticks. Oh, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's oh, mad. <laughs> I would say though, for my MPR, that if I was going to pray anything for them, it would be that they make more effort in um, maintaining relationships. Mm-hmm. I think when you're introverted, you can just. Um, not make effort with people mm-hmm. because you're just like, oh, it's long. It's a bit long still. <laughs> See? Here we go. Um, And you're, you're denying that person of what you have mm-hmm. because they never get to access it, but also what you can gain from them. Yeah. All right. So, so going off of that, because I think that's, uh, it, it's a fair point uh, in, in attempting to maintain relationships. But what would you guys say you do if, you are trying to, or you do try on occasion to, you know, you step out of your comfort zone, you do try and maintain a relationship, you give someone a call, and then that's not reciprocated. Are you are you um, justified in feeling away and feeling like, well, I thought this was long anyway. Um, <laughs> I tried, and, you know, I'm not getting anything back, so, you know. Okay, and this is this is where I feel like the, the issue lies. Because it's so out of your comfort zone, you'll do it one time, and you'll be like, well... I tried. <laughs> and that's it. Like, you're done. Yep. Um, I was, so I was in therapy this week and um, hang tight mental health support services. Um, and I was... <laughs> Sounded so much like Big Nasty there. <laughs> I was talking to my therapist about friendships and how some of my friendships have fizzled out and, like, how I felt about it and moving forwards making friends as an adult is long and it's hard and it's difficult because you're not in the same space with people continuously to build that up. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to make plans and go out and reach out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, I think you need to have patience 
when you're trying to maintain or sustain a relationship or build one even mm. because in the same way some of us in this room um Shade. will screen people's Shade. calls and not pick them up if it's a certain someone i mean i if the shoe fits i didn't call no names in it i'm just Babe, saying like there's only one person you know that in that in depthly here yeah? i could be there's tra- only one person i could be talking about myself i don't know why you're over here going shade shade <laughs> Like, are you right? <laughs> people in the room, you know you farted. You're like, mm, someone farted. You know, like that. <laughs> Who could it be? Um, so we have to allow that other people could be going through something. Like, there could be a legitimate reason mm-hmm. that they didn't answer your call or reply in what we consider to be an appropriate time frame, um, and not take that as rejection immediately. Mm-hmm. And I think often introverted people because i am introverted even though i've like broken down my introvertedness quite a bit Mm. um we take that as rejection and that calls us to to recline into ourselves more Mm. and not make the the effort when other people come along because we've been overlooked by someone we were trying to reach out to Mm. so i think um it's important to just be honest as well like i think if you're hollering somebody and they're not replying, just, you know, just messaging them like, oh, I'm trying to... Uh, uh. Yeah? <laughs> I've heard you like three, four times, they ain't even picking up my call. Well, go on. Yeah. So, um, just saying... I was dude. <laughs> like, I really want to uh, hook up with you, but I realise this might be a really busy time. Um, Calling me when you're free. And then leaving it sometime... And then, like, doing a little checkup because I'm um, it's just life, isn't it? Mm. Sometimes people just don't get back to you, and sometimes I don't get back to people. Mm. And I, I also had to like reflect on myself like, pe- there's people that have I've been trying to be my friends, yeah, mm. mm-hmm. for a long time, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, mm. nope, you can stay there. I'm not saying no because I allow them into a circle where you have my number, you can call me, mm. like, we chat on WhatsApp, or whatever, but like, they've been trying for years to like really be in my space, and I've just been like, so yeah, I think. Yeah we need to reflect on yeah. it like and, and what are the characteristics in us that make people not want to reply to us do you know what i mean it's not always them no the problem's always them <laughs> i don't have any problems it's them <laughs> lies having been your friend um do you know what yeah like I, this is one thing that i have to admit like gems was the person that was always trying with me that would always holler me every day every day like right, multiple right, times right, a day all right every day all right was it not every day all right give or take <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to give that one to her. Honestly, it's the best policy. <laughs> Let's introduce a margin of error. <laughs> um, so yeah, mm. like she, without fail, she would initiate conversation. Um, and I don't I'm know pre- why I put so much effort into you to be honest. I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> Scan my brain. Yeah. And I really can't find yeah. out. So it must have been God. <laughs> must have been Jesus. <laughs> Mm. Jesus was like if you don't make an effort this this thing's not listen um, so I, I have been challenged by that in, as well but in the sense of because reaching out for me is long mm. um, when I do reach out and I don't get the response that I am expecting I'm almost like bun you in it 
Um, <laughs> He'll just lock people off, isn't he? Straight. Mm. Um, but now I'm like, all right, cool. Nope. Try again. So like, I met this one photographer at a Croydon um, photographer's meetup, and he was like, yeah, like we should meet up sometime. We should hang out. Like, yeah, like give me a call whenever you're free. We can get something done. His his phone line is international. <laughs> So I'm like, I don't know if my EE stretches that far. <laughs> you, you're you're in London and that, but mm. obviously I don't know if it's gonna get rooted through different route. Nah. So let me. I had him on Instagram. Let me just send you a DM. So I sent him a DM. I was like, Oh hi, yeah, you're right. Nothing. I was and obviously I was feeling some type of way. I'm like, But you told me to holler. You know, hollering and nothing coming back. See immediately the pain. And then I was like, All right, cool. You know what? Maybe I wasn't like as clear as 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 i should have been so i sent him another message like a couple of days after i feel like even like a week after and i was like oh i should have mentioned um you said you're still still in the country so i just want to see if you're free we can catch up and yeah just just shoot or something you see when instagram shows you that the person has read your message yeah, yeah, yeah. person has read the message but he hasn't responded mm. and i'm just like you see how social media get people in their feelings and i'm just like raw it's been like a month now, you know? Mm. But again, for me, it's a real learning curve in the sense of um, don't give up. Um, so I, ha- I haven't sent him a message after that. And the message is there and I see it and sometimes I'm just like... <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm still like, you know what? I'm not going to allow this to deter me from pursuing other relationships. Mm. Um, and that's one thing that God is challenging me on in um, pursuing relationships and making me understand that not every relationship needs to hold the same space. Mm-hmm. So the same mm. way that um, mm. uh, me, you, Robert, um, have got quite a deep friendship. Mm. Um, somebody else outside of that, like Angela, doesn't necessarily hold that same space. Mm. And that's all right. Mm. It isn't that I need to usher her into that it's all right where she is currently. Mm. If it develops, great. If not, cool. It's mm. all right. Mm. Um, Vincent, I don't really know him, mm. but we seem cool. Mm. That's all right. If life moves in a way that we're, we're now hanging around and blah, 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 and it develops, that's great. If not, it's still cool. Mm. And it's being content and not seeing every relationship as having to be a certain way mm. for it to be um, valuable. Mm. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so the Holy Spirit Smart <coughs> You know when, when they pre- preface yeah. it with that The Holy Spirit just revealed to me um, That God doesn't give us more than we can bear Right mm. And for an introverted person A lot of close friends are actually very draining and exhausting yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so if you consider Who you have around you It's actually what you can cope with and manage. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe if you had more, you'd just shut out from the world because it'd be too much. Yeah. So having a small number of close friends is not a bad thing. It doesn't yeah. mean, yeah. you know. I, I know for a fact that, um, like, if Peter doesn't holler me, I, I barely holler him. You barely holler anyone. And if Robert doesn't holler me, I barely holler him. Like, you we'll barely have, holler we'll your have the WhatsApp conversations. Yeah. Babes, allow me we have the... <laughs> We have the WhatsApp conversations, yeah? I'm trying to move on to this thing so seamlessly, yeah? And she's not... 
Don't worry. We still got more years to go. We still got more years to go. You get my hints. You get my hints. I hear them. I just think. She didn't get it. She got it. No. Like we've got the WhatsApp conversations, yeah. and like we've got different WhatsApp conversations for different com- uh, conversations and stuff mm. that we're all in. But the physical, you know, what I'm going to carve out time to just talk to you as, on an individual basis, mm. personally, just see how you are and stuff. Like. I am really bad at that. I'm really bad at calling and talking to people on the phone. Mm. And I'm um, really good at it. And yeah, she's really good at it. Mm. To the point where like, she's always on her phone. It's mad. Um, ah. <laughs> don't hate the fact just, that I just, have more friends than you. You don't have more friends than me. You're, just very, you're a lot more vocal with your friends than me. Oh, is it? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. So, um, I, and this is something that I am dealing with as well because I've realised that I like text messages because I get to curate what I'm writing. I get to think through it carefully. And even though for me, that's a good thing for the person, they're missing out on my thought process. Mm. They're missing out on what I would have said if I hadn't had to censor what I was saying so much, Mm. Um, which is a detriment to the relationship. They don't get to know me in the fullest, in the fullest sense Mm. Um, and vice versa if they're doing the same. So yeah, different spaces for friendships. Um, again, as a Christian, I believe that God is moving us outward. So it's not necessarily, there is the notion of our relationship with God and God transforming us. And so there's an inward work in our relationship with God. And that's um, the vertical relationship. Mm -hmm. But there's a horizontal relationship as well, where as God pours into us, he then pours out of us, Mm -hmm. through us, into other people. And I think that that is as important, if not, um, not, yeah, as, as important as the vertical mm. um, two greatest commandment love God with all your heart mind strength and heart um, love your neighbour as yourself yeah. so I want to give you both a challenge um, <clears throat> praise the Lord hallelujah mm. glory to God mm. oh the spirit is moving in this place mm. can you feel him in mm. the atmosphere tonight hopefully no one will quench the spirit <laughs> <laughs> you better not quench the spirit okay alright so we are in August yes September, October, November, December. Okay, so there's four months left. Yes. So I'm challenging both of you for the next four months, once a month, to meet up with a friend that is not in the furnace. Okay. I can do that. Do I have any friends that like that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Peter. Okay. Right, okay. Face-to-face contact. That's cool. I'll just meet face up Face-to-face one- contact. My face has to touch theirs. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what kind of friend you have. Uh, we might need to talk to Anita about that. <laughs> but like, yeah, to not, not over the phone, go and do something and chill. I train every... Nope, Tuesday that doesn't count. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to start making friends in the gym. And that's what? That's face-to-foot nope, contact, nope. isn't it? Nope. <laughs> face-to-foot. Man said face-to-foot. I'm done. Um, that does like meeting someone from the church count? If it's not in church time. Oh. All right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you can't do it in church time. Sorry. I think the challenge is a good place to end. Um, and maybe we can extend that challenge to everyone else listening. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, once a month for the next, uh, for the rest of the year. Um, hey, don't don't let it be some, some by heart relationship that you are trying to avoid. And you know that is going to lead you down a path of unrighteousness. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> but it's a fair warning there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think I think the point is make an effort. Mm-hmm. Make an effort. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I, I I want to, if we want to see genuine relationships in the church, mm. we need to be about having genuine relationships. Mm. Trusting in God that um, 
obviously not just being by heart of it, but trusting in God that he will protect us mm. in terms of some people don't pursue general relationships because they don't want people hurting them mm. because they've been in relationships that have trusting in God that he will safeguard you and he will, through discernment and through different things, he will kind of shape, allow you to understand what you should and shouldn't do, mm. but pursue genuine relationships, mm. whether in leadership or not, let's pursue genuine relationships, relationships in which we can truly say, like, I've laid out my life for my brother. Mm. Boss. All right. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, I think I've got the addresses. Next. <laughs> yes, yes. Robert's good at this. He's you know? good, you know. <laughs> good at this. Um, anyway, yeah. So, uh, The Furnace UK is the Twitter. Um, TBSFurnace at hotmail.com is mm-hmm. the email. You can find us on all good podcast websites and apps, apparently. Apps, don't know. Uh, just search for The Blacksmith's Furnace. Uh, we're on SoundCloud as well. Uh, just forward slash The Blacksmith's Furnace, and it will take you to our page. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, have you guys got anything coming up that you want to shout out? Actually, quickly shout out. Yesterday yesterday we had uh, the Pastor Mike, which was the open mic event. Unfortunately, Mo couldn't make it, but Jen's represented for, the, for, for the family um, in a really powerful way. Uh, mm. And it, it, was a, it was a good night, I think. Mm. It was great. It was, yeah. Uh, so yeah. they've asked for another one in October. Don't so know. in October, there's another one coming. And um, yeah, have you guys got anything coming up? Um, anything that you want to shout out? No, nah, I'll, I'll just say, you know what? Yeah, pre my Insta's popping again. Um, <laughs> if you say so yourself, <laughs> if I do say so myself, <laughs> I'm very humble at it. You know? <laughs> um, no, nah, the reason the reason I'm saying it is because I'm I'm looking to be a bit more intentional with my Instagram. Mm. Not so much so that it's um, like my gallery sort of thing, mm. but I'm looking to use it to creatively showcase what I'm doing mm. more. So yeah, just keep an eye on my Instagram. Send me a link yeah. as well. Yes, HMUTH. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I'll just put it in there. Yeah. Well, does writers subscribe still happen at Box Park? No. No. So we're not having events at the moment. Um, okay. but you can still purchase a book on our website and Echoes. support. Yeah, the Echoes book is available for purchase. Don't yeah. Know. Please just mention what the proceeds go to. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So um, Echoes is a collection of poems from eleven black and multi-ethnic um young people in london and the proceeds of the book are going to our community projects in women's refuges so um yeah all the proceeds will go towards that hopefully our next project will be doing like a mini short film mm-hmm. yeah. um with their stories so yeah definitely look out for that yes, sir. all right i think that is the phone is signing out. Bye. See ya, bye, I'm keeping that. I'm keeping that. <laughs>